Hey there, my name is Chris Rivers, Connect Team Advisor at Grace Church. The goal of these brief conversations is to help encourage Grace Church volunteers to create a welcoming environment and connect people to the mission of our church. Every other week, we share stories, weekly tips, and talk about how serving is such an important part of our discipleship journey. We use a podcast to distribute our conversations, so consider subscribing on iTunes or whatever podcast provider you prefer so you can be notified with each new conversation. Today, we're hearing from Kenny Gilliland. Kenny, thanks for being here. Thanks for having me on, Chris. Yeah, so Kenny, we have heard your name many times on the podcast before. People that have shared their 11-minute experience have said your name as someone that they met for the first time. So I'm glad you're here. So I'm I'm pumped that you're going to get to share with us today. Tell us which campus you attend and what your role is at Grace. Okay, my primary campus is Powdersville. Uh, I've been there about 10 years, and my role there is kind of a catch-all. I predominantly work in the greeting section, but then uh, I get called down to whatever needs to be done at the moment. Uh, So outside of Grace, I'm the director for Mentor Upstate, and I handle the counties below Greenville, so Anderson, Oconee, and then toward the southern area of uh, Upstate. Um, I also consult and do some uh, systems work, and so those are the two things that kind of keep me busy. Tell us a little bit about what you've seen over the years being a part of Grace. Uh, I've been coming since probably about a year after Grace started in Powdersville. They started in an old warehouse down on the um, central part of Powdersville. And we've watched it grow from 150, 200 people to 800 to 1,000. So it's been a Powdersville grow. Yeah. And as you've been serving, I know that you're part of a large team there. Tell us a little bit about you know, why you think serving is such a vital role in our discipleship journey? Absolutely. I think serving is vital in two things. Uh, Our church needs servants so we can uh, function well. And so uh, we have a lot of uh, part-time help and also uh, volunteer help that makes everything run on every Sunday. For the member, I think the vital part is that it draws them closer to the center of the church for the people Mm -hmm. that can uh, participate every weekend. Um, and really discipleship requires proximity. So yeah. you can go to any church really and just kind of spend, come on Sundays, spend a few minutes before church, a few minutes after church, go home and never really be connected with the church. It's not until you start serving that you start seeing a large church become, become a very small church. And uh, we've seen that over our uh, time in the military as we traveled. We join churches, and if when you serve, that church becomes very small very quickly. You see the people that are dedicated each week that come and serve, and it makes the connecting to the church very simple. Yeah, well, I would agree with you. I think that it does draw us close. I wanted to pause my interview with Kenny for a moment and mention that today, on the publishing of this episode, Easter is just 18 days away. As Christians, this time is especially sweet for us as we get to come together and celebrate something far more exciting than springtime, bunnies, eggs, and candy. This is a special time set aside to celebrate the new life we have in Christ because of Jesus' death and resurrection. It's hard to believe that this year our church and churches all over the world may be hosting an Easter service online. Not being able to go to a physical space to attend Easter will be really different for all of us. So how do we respond to this challenge and how do we as volunteers serve people well and help connect them to the mission of our church? 
Kenny and I are about to discuss the proximity challenge that COVID-19 presents and some ways that we can prepare for Easter and stay connected. In the episode notes, there's an exercise that you can use to apply what we learned today. And I would encourage you to take 10 minutes this week and review that resource with your team and spend the coming days leading up to Easter to stay connected with each other. If you're listening to this and you aren't on a serving team but want to get plugged into this community, visit hellograce.church and let us know and someone will be in touch with you. Okay, let's get back to my interview with Kenny as we discuss the proximity challenge we're in and how to stay connected during this time in our history. Even in this time, you know, we're kind of going through this COVID-19 thing. When you think about that proximity challenge that we have, it means even more because the relationship we have built through serving, we have an opportunity to reach out to those individuals. We have an opportunity to be impacted by them and impact them. I was hoping that you could maybe share a tip with us that would help us think about this idea of proximity, but also just leading in general. Give us some wisdom, man. Tell us some things that you think that we could be doing that could help us lead as we volunteer. Well, uh, you know, the, the good thing is that since we were connected physically in, a, in proximity, I think uh, going to this distance uh, or online presence makes it much easier. So yeah. a lot of the relationships have been built because we spent time together. So doing these things uh, on a video call becomes much more simple or much uh, easier to manage. I think if we had started with the video call as our engagement, our initial engagement, everything would have been much harder. You know, across the internet, everything isn't uh, as precise. So I think one of the the things that's hard to carry on a video call or on a phone is just that sense of authenticity, which you can do in person. You can see, you can read a person's body language a little better. You can see their eyes a little better. So uh, I think our leaders have done a great job creating those connections. And now that we're in this environment, I think they will definitely do well. Uh, So staying connected, uh, our groups and our leaders are are different activities that we do within the church that we serve is just another expression of community. So Mm -hmm. you think about it, a lot of our members that are connected through serving, through small groups, through uh, other activities, uh, will probably get engaged two or three times a week by different leaders. I think that says a whole lot. Uh, In a world that feels very disconnected, to get a phone call or a text and something simple as just, hey, how are you doing? Just making sure you're okay. Uh, makes a big impact on people's psyche and just their uh, feeling that they're being cared for. Yeah. What do you think some practical things are that we could be doing? So for those of us that are listening to this, normally we listen to this in preparation to maybe share some of these ideas with our team on Sunday before we serve. So we're not doing that this Sunday because we're still quarantined in a sense. And we're not doing physical church, going to Powdersville campus or whatever campus So what do you think are some practical ways that us that are leading teams could stay connected in the next week or two? Yeah, probably the most important thing is um, praying for your guys and girls that are on your teams, having a list that on Mondays, you can just kind of go through and pray for them individually by name. I, I think that's powerful. I think this environment that we're in gives us an opportunity to either take a look at what we're doing and how we're doing things, slowing down a little bit, but also realizing that prayer is such an important part of what we do that we need to put that in the forefront of everything that we do. And now we really have the time to do it. It's really easy to blow out a day. We got, even though we're sequestered, it seems like there's a lot of things to do. I was just mentioned today, he goes, man, I've been, I just spent three hours working on my calc stuff and my psychology. 
and that time goes away from you quickly. So you just got to be regimented and just uh, disciplined to get things done. And I think praying for your team members is probably one of the most important things. Uh, another thing you could do is either reach out on uh, via phone just to just to hear their voice and let them hear your voice, or just simply text them depending on who they are and your relationship with them. There's yeah. a couple of guys I text just to go, hey, just thinking about you today. I'm praying for you, and and praying, giving them what my prayer for them for that day is. And yeah. so those are the things that you can. Uh, do in the next couple of weeks just to stay engaged with your folks? Yeah. I have found that I have made some calls and people haven't answered the phone or they um, they haven't picked up. And so uh, what I have been doing is I've been leaving a voice message of just something encouraging. Hey, I'm thinking about you. And I just wanted to check in and see how you were doing and just share what's going on in my life right now. And when you feel like you can catch up with me, you know, give me a call and I normally hang up. And then afterwards I just text them to say, Hey, this isn't an emergency, but I did just want to connect with you. And I left you a voice message, you know, just to kind of add that secondary touch. And what I have noticed is that some people have started texting me back and saying, Hey, thank you for your very encouraging voicemail. Just thank you for reaching out to me. Now, that's a good point. And not, not being, uh, don't feel bad if they don't call back. So it's, it's right. not create this. Oh, Hey, um, Thanks for calling all this. It's just it's us reaching out, letting them know we are thinking about them. And so it doesn't require this response necessarily. The responses are nice, but that's not what we do. We just want to reach out and let them know that we're thinking about them. And, and again, yeah. more importantly, that we're praying for them. And I love, I probably need to do what you just said, which is let them know how it's going in my day as well. So yeah. you can just share a little bit about, hey, we're doing this and we're getting out and you know we're doing whatever we're doing. And I think that kind of creates a better um, sense of communication than just, hey, just thinking about you, praying for you, goodbye. I like that. Yeah. Add- yeah. So you get somebody on the phone, you call one of your teammates, and maybe you don't normally connect with them, but you want to connect with them because that's what we're talking about doing, staying connected. What are some things, what are some questions that maybe you would ask? How would you, how would you have a conversation with somebody that you don't really know well, but you want to just encourage them? Yeah, that's a great question. I, th- I think the biggest thing, if I don't know them well, is uh, just trying to get an idea how they're how they are doing emotionally. Yeah. Uh, this is for some people. This is a really wonky time. It's um, uh, depending on where you put your hope and your faith. Uh, I think it could be very disturbing and um, put people off balance. So what I would want to know is just to go, hey, how are you feeling? How are you doing emotionally? How are you doing with your family, your wife, and your kids? Uh, to me, those are things that are important in the moment. And what that does kind of gives you an opportunity to follow up if they are anxious, just to encourage them, but also to know that they're anxious to go, hey, you know what? Chris is really anxious about the future because his job is maybe temporary or maybe hourly. All these things that are in these people's lives that may not be part of ours. So I think going toward that direction of your, how is your mental health? How is your spiritual health? And then that gives you an need to love on them well. So if I found out that you were working hourly and you just lost your job or you couldn't go back, and then we can start saying, hey, are you okay? Do you feel like you have enough groceries? Do you need something? That gives you yeah. a good follow-on to that conversation because really, and I think we mentioned this often, is that we have to meet their needs, uh, physical needs first sometimes before we can manage their spiritual needs. That's right. Yeah, that's good. Yeah, I was, I was thinking too, as I have been calling people and I've challenged my boys to call people. I've challenged just other people to call people. It was just to, man, to ask people how they're doing, to ask people, hey, what are you hearing? 
like what what are you hearing in your neighborhood when you're hearing in your family uh it gives you an idea of like the pulse of what's going on but then just i think the third thing is just how can i pray for you and remember it and actually pray for them maybe even doing it on the phone with them so it's one thing for when you say hey i'd love to pray for you i'll be praying for you but then like you get off the phone and you don't actually like you could have just prayed right then, you know, and it, it might feel really uncomfortable, but maybe that's something that we could do as well. You know, if somebody says, Hey, you know, you can pray for me that my kids are going to be able to handle this new school thing. That's great, man. Can we do that right now? You know, and just yeah. like, let's pray for you, you know, don't make it awkward just to do it. So I think that's really practical as well. Yeah. That's a great, that's a great little piece that I think, um, I think Matt or somebody mentioned that six months ago or a year ago, maybe, and I think that's a that's a great pattern to do is as you, even if when you meet people, I'll pray for people in restaurants and yeah. Yeah, question, hey, can I pray for you? And they're like, yeah, sure. And most people don't find it offensive, which is great. And so especially yeah. among our, our own church members. So uh, I think that's a great habit to start cultivating. Yeah. Well, I like this list. I think this is very practical tip for us to maybe look at the list. This is a great time too to look at our roster of volunteers that we have on our team. And, you know, we just clarify who's on our team and we just make this other column that says call um, or contact and just like just start going through that list and check off that you have connected with all of these people, um, you know, personally, whether that's a phone call or a text. And then um, just some of these questions would be good for us. I think that's really practical and it helps us be prayerfully dependent, which is one of our leadership values. And it helps us be relationally connected as well, which is another one of our values. So I think this is helpful. It's helpful for me. I'm going to try to start applying this as soon as possible. So this has been good. Thanks, man. Thank you. Well, and especially thanks to all the leaders that are out there that are uh, really making it all happen. So without them, um, our reaches would be really short. Uh, you know, a lot of our groups are, what, 10, 15 plus uh, in, in size. So these uh, the leaders out there that are doing this daily is, um, is great. And without them, we couldn't get it all done. Yeah, that's so true, man. I echo your thoughts there. Well, man, thanks so much for joining us. Is there anything else you'd want to say? Yep, that's it. Appreciate it. Thanks for having me on today. Yeah. Well, that's great. Thanks, Kenny. Well, as we close, I just want to remind you how valuable you are to the Connect team. I echo what Kenny said. I mean, together we're making a huge difference. How can you apply what you learned today? That would be my question. And that's what I'm walking away with today. So check out the notes for any resources we shared, tools to work through with your team. And if you have any questions about this conversation or want us to discuss a topic in a future conversation, email us at connectteam at gracechurchsc.org. Thanks for helping create a welcoming environment that connects people to the mission of our church.